you're listening to this or watching this, you are part of the resistance, and that means the base is open because it is time for the resistance broadcast. Welcome back, everybody. I'm John. How are you? Thanks so much for joining us today. This is our new show where we're going to get into all the latest Star Wars news popping around the galaxy from uh, movies, TV shows, comics, books, all that kind of stuff. We have some good stories to hop into, um, but first, let's uh, say hi, as always, to uh, James and Lacey. Guys, welcome back. Um the the, um, the the trailer rumors are absolutely insane, but as we stand here today, it looks like we're getting a trailer a week from today. Good times, great times, but uh, until then, how are you? I thought you were going to say good times, great, great oldies. oldies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What was that from? Is that a, like a Casey Kasem uh, deal or what? what is that? I don't know. It just, that's the probably... A popular oldie station that was broadcast. I don't know, or or a that's what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> radio stations across. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. But this ain't no radio. We should start our podcast like that, like smooth. Just Actually, like, it's sort of radio. Podcasting is sort good of times. Star Wars, great oldies, like the original trilogy. I, <laughs> we need. We all need to work on our radio voice, which is always like. You talk and you go up in the high to say the point, and then you drop low to finish. That your sounds point. like Bill Cosby. Not a good look these days. Lacey, what's going on? Nothing. Hi. <laughs> Excited to talk about Star Wars. Did you guys? Speaking of uh, craziness, did you guys? Uh, you guys both saw the um, last week the Freddie Prince Jr. thing. Yes. Yeah. That he's was, the best. That was insane. Now I know James. You're not a big profanity guy. I am. Um, but a lot of people took issue to him dropping F-bombs and stuff, but I felt like he was just so riled up and like, it felt like a very important, not because of he's Freddie Prince Jr., he's an actor, but also because he's in Star Wars and it's like, he's kind of like, this is the deal. Like, I learned from the guy who learned from the guy, like George Lucas. And he's just like dropping these truth bombs. I'm like, I never realized that Freddie Prince was this versed in... Star Wars. Like I just thought he was he is a guy who hit his marks, delivered his lines and did his thing. Like this that was the most surprising part to me. I thought that was so cool. I agree with that. Yeah. But the the only thing about that thing that is weird to me <laughs> is cuz he lays it out so plainly that it's like if you disagree with this, you're stupid. Like you're wrong. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going like there's things in here that I don't agree with though. And it Ooh. makes me feel like, I don't know. Like, am, am I the crazy <clears throat> one? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I thought it was funny. I love when people get riled up and get really angry about like, not dumb things, but like, I don't know, like pop culture things where they get on like tangents. Like when both of you, either you get riled up, like I find it kind of funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, you get riled up too sometimes. Let's let's come on. I'm not, I'm saying from a viewer perspective, <laughs> I can't view myself. Yeah. Right. John. Sure. Um, but Ast- astral projection. <laughs> yeah. But no, I thought he was really good. And I just loved how he was just like, if you don't agree with me, then you don't agree with George Lucas. So sorry, not sorry. That, that's like one of those things where you're like, you, I am checkmating you where I'm not allowing you to have a counterpoint. It's like, that's it. And uh, I, I get that. But Yeah, this is information, yeah. not affirmation. See, <laughs> I, the, my, my view on the, on the force stuff is what I always felt was in line with what George always said. But he's saying mm-hmm. now 
you know, something different. And then he's going, and that's coming from George. So if you disagree, you're wrong. And I'm like, but I've, I've always felt that my opinion was based more on what George was saying and not what it has become today. Yeah. So I was like, I don't know that I, I, it almost made me feel like, and, and this is crazy to say this, but I feel like I don't, I don't think you're right. I think you're misinterpreting what, you know, Dave Filoni's telling you. Like, I, I can't, they can't be right. So am I the crazy one? It made me feel like I'm the crazy one, but I've, I've felt like very, I don't know, satisfied with how I view force and balance and stuff. Yeah. Imagine learning from Dave Filoni though. Like that's your teacher. Mm-hmm. Like I've learned about sure. Star Wars and the force from Dave Filoni. It's like kind of right. like. What would what would be my fear is going into a conversation and having like a private chat with him about it and him saying things that I'm like, no, I don't think that's it, you know, or or me just feeling like I don't don't say then Star Wars properly or something or me swooning because it's Freddie Prince Jr. And he's still attractive. I thought you meant swooning over Dave Filoni. I was like, really? No, I'm talking about Freddie Prince Jr. (laughs) Um. I do find, though, that my big, like, I think, honestly, the most important takeaway from his thing, besides that this is how the Force works, um, yeah. like his Harrison Ford moment or whatever, Han Solo moment, was he's like, it's for kids. He's like, it yeah. always was for kids. It's for kids now. And I'm sorry that you got old and you can't deal with that. Like, that's it. That is the crux of a lot of the problems going on with with, mm-hmm. with fans who are so mad these days and that sort of thing. And then the other thing, I was like looking around behind him because I'm like, is this at like, is this Freddie Prince Jr.'s like basement? Is this like, he, Sarah, I don't I'm, go- think so. I'm going down to podcast now. See you later, <laughs> Buffy. And then he's like, I would downstairs. 100% subscribe to Freddie Prince Jr.'s Star Wars podcast. Especially oh, should now. do it. Oh, I would too. But he had some Freddie, cool, do it. He had like a, an old WrestleMania arcade game behind him and stuff. Like he probably has the coolest stuff in his house. Probably. Huh. He had a lot. Of, if that was his house, I mean, he had like um, Funkos and stuff and action. He had like old wrestling action figures and stuff. It's <laughs> also important to remember after the fact when all of us were going crazy over this being like, look how cool this is. He tweeted like, stop making me a hero. I'm not a hero. Han Solo would get beat up by Captain Kirk. End yeah, of story. I, I was and like, oh, was I just hate like- <laughs> Freddie Prince Jr. You suck, man. Yeah. I just love how he's like, stop yeah. talking about me. Right. Stop it. Yeah, no, it's interesting. It's I like, st- I do like stuff like that though. But if you guys haven't seen it yeah. yet, it's on his Instagram. Is that what it was? No, it's on like all about comedies Instagram. It's oh, not okay. his. Yeah, all right. that was well, the podcast that he was on. It's on our Twitter but, page. Yeah, yeah. I I think that maybe one day we we should have that discussion. Like, what does bringing balance to the force mean to us? Yeah, it's kind of been in the works for a long time, but I think we're all afraid to tackle it because it's so big. Mm. Yeah, I think yeah, I think we should have that. We always say like, yeah, mm. we got to have that one, and then we just never do. But, yeah, Raylo, mm. Ben Demption, yeah. balancing the force. Yeah, what else? True. We have a lot to knock out in the next three months, anyway, when it comes to the um, episode nine type stuff. Because mm. if we have yeah. like the Ben Demption argument in like January, it won't have the same boxy. <laughs> like, well, he died, and and that's that. Or, oh, he lived and it came true. And, and oh had, my gosh, Lisa had, must be yes, so happy right now. You guys right did now. just say the two possibilities. So <laughs> let's know. No, James, on. you're forgetting. You're forgetting his white shirt in the meadow with the <laughs> thing. <laughs> and the <laughs> yes, you both just gave the James, options of James, the argument. James, I was listening to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I love when you get, like, you describe scenarios for characters and you 
you do your Mad Libs, but you never point out specific objects. So, you, and I was laughing out loud. You're on Pete's podcast, and you go, "Yeah, so what if?" Mandalorian gets sent to the place and he's got the thing. And just yeah. <laughs> I was like, he went to the place to go get the thing. I'm like, that's 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 how you write it right there. That was funny. But anyway, um, yeah, so guys, we don't have any polls this week. Um, I, I just didn't put one up. I couldn't think of a good one. I didn't want to force it. So sometimes uh, going forward, we're going to do this type of stuff where we just kind of warm up the engines a bit and uh, let us know if you uh, dig that. Or we'll just fire up polls again every week. But uh, either way, um, we are reaching that time where it's time to get into the resistance report. So, James, I know we got some stories to tackle and some stuff to uh, kind of assess and, and, and turn a, a skeptic eye to and that sort of thing. So let's, let's fire it up a little bit here. Resistance report. What's up, man? It's the resistance All right, Resistance Report this week. Uh, I think most fans will be happy to hear that a trailer is coming. Coming soon, right? Um, We've talked a lot about this, whether it was going to be the first week of October, the second week of October, the third week of October, or the fourth week of October. (laughs) Turns out it is, in fact, the third week. It's going to be the 21st of October, as stated by... Black Series Rebels, our friends over there. Now, for me personally, they I, I know this is kind of getting discredited a little bit because they're not particularly known as leakers, but we know them personally. We're friends with them. We talk with them a lot. And we can really vouch for the stuff that they've told us in the past that they don't feel is important. That's not their brand. That's not their thing. They're not looking to break scoops, but the stuff that they tell us, they don't miss, you know? And we're always like, we're always like, Hey, that, that, I guess they're saying that's going down and then it goes down and they're like, never wrong. One time, you know, that's my history with them. But John, what what do you got on this one? Um, They're telling us October 21st. And so we're reporting it. So one time, my first time in LA, and I was like, I had to get some breakfast and I was going out for TLJ and I wound up hanging out with them and I was like, Steve, I need a good breakfast place. And he's like, go to um, the, the whatever, the something marketplace and get the Fairfax mm-hmm. or whatever. And it was at uh, Egg Slut was the place and the sandwich was Ooh. called Fairfax. And that place he's is like, good. he's like, get that. And I got it and it was great. So you're right. <laughs> They are correct when they give us <laughs> tips on things. So, uh, no, my, my take Their track on, history is amazing. No, my take on this is uh, I like you kind of just repeating what you said, James, um, how we know them. And, you know, we do have a good relationship with them for a long time since like we rebooted TRB. They were just getting going with BSR and we considered each other like the Olympic and the Titanic, like sister shows and that sort of thing. We always kind of had that relationship with them. Um, and uh, all the way, I, I, I believe this. So um, it's funny that we're recording this before the 14th and we're having so much confidence that it's not today that we're getting the trailer that we're saying yeah. it's going to be next week. So that's the proof in the pudding right there alone. But uh, I'm excited about it. It's going to be the day after my birthday. That means the announcement's going to come on my birthday if they go by the plan. So uh, on this coming Sunday, we should be getting some kind of social media uh, tweet saying, here comes the trailer tomorrow on Monday Night Football. And maybe here's the poster because with TFA, they did debut the poster with the tweet. So 
I don't know, it's exciting times. And, you know, someone put it this way. They're like, yeah, you know, all the rumors and stuff about the trailers. But if you think about it for Star Wars movies, we're not, unless they really change things up, which we'll get into, I guess, a little later in one of the stories, maybe a few years before we have one of these fun little times predicting trailers. So, mm-hmm. so Lacey, we did an episode uh, a little bit ago, like a couple weeks ago, we were like last minute, like trailer predictions and stuff. We've talked all that. Ignacium, do you still stand by everything you said? You think it's still good to go? It's tough because I said the 14th and this episode's coming out on the 14th. And so I could potentially be right. But, <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to stick by what Black Series Rebel said and John is sticking by mm-hmm. and you're sticking by that it will be the 21st. I also think it's interesting that that is Carrie Fisher's birthday. Mm. Um, yeah. Someone had said that and I actually Googled it and looked it up and that is true. So that might be an interesting tie in. Mm-hmm. Like a tribute to her if it's on her birthday. Um, oh, like the trailer, the trailer ends with a like a four carry or something, you know? Maybe or more of like she's in it and it's on her birthday. Oh just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of instead of the, the extra mile, instead of the yeah. the typical this Christmas, it's just a picture of Carrie Fisher giving the finger, and they're like, ah, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's a good point. And TFA's trailer was on like October nineteenth, and. You know, it Last is. Last Jedi was the ninth, right? Mm-hmm. Which apparently was supposed to be the sixteenth, and then Mark Hamill's like, "Hey, everybody, watched football on the ninth. And they like, I, wa- I remember because I watched it in my room at Disney World during my honeymoon. Nice. Yeah, um, I made I made us leave the park early so I could watch it. <laughs> <laughs> but the nineteenth, I watched TFA. it at home. I remember being like, "All right, this is it," and I like mm-hmm. sat down and was like, like just watched Guys, it right that was in front the of the TV. F- before I was on the podcast. Wait, which one? The TLJ one or TFA? TLJ. TFA. Because TLJ. I was talking TFA. TLJ, we did something with TRB, James, right? Didn't we do some kind of like. I was talking TFA. Oh, okay. I thought that's what she was too. Yeah. I was not because I wasn't with you guys yet. Anybody who doesn't know Star Wars that just came in is like, what acronyms are they saying? They're all. <laughs> yeah. So the Force Awakens trailer was October 19th. And I, with this type of stuff, and you know how JJ likes to control his operation, I try to make comps to that as opposed to TLJ, The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think 21st makes sense. It's possible maybe they're like, JJ, here are the dates for those football games. Uh, and they're like, just so you know, Carrie Fisher's birthday is the 21st. And maybe JJ's like, that's the one. Yeah. Also, too, like, what's so the latest point, I could go? And they're like, mm, 21st or 14th. And he's like, 21st, like, yeah, like, yeah, give me more time. And this gives them two yeah. months because this one's yeah. not out till the 20th. Whereas I think The Last Jedi or, or T, the, uh, the Force Awakens were like the 15th or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, it still gives them two months um, to push it, and it's still enough distance for The Mandalorian to still get a push on um, um, with Disney Plus. So, um, I, I don't know. I know a lot of people are out there saying, uh, well, you know, the 14th and 14th because of Maleficent and that sort of thing. But I was talking to those guys at Trailer Track and they are very good. Like a lot of people like Jeff Lowe at Lights, Camera, Barstool always consults with them because uh, he always gets his videos prepared for his, you know, big social blasts. They, they yeah. know what they're talking about. And two points he brought up were they don't, they, they try to be careful when they release the trailers because then they don't want them rated before they're out. 
Because if they get raided, then they get put on trailer boards and that reveals to people, oh, that the trailer's coming and it's going to be this. So they do the, they post it first, then it gets raided the next day or two. It's probably going to be a PG-13. Disney does apparently has never done this and they don't like debuting PG-13 action trailers in front of PG family movies. Debuting, like opening weekend, family, get in the car, we're going to see Angelina Jolie. And then there's a PG-13 trailer. People can get upset about that because you're going to see blasters and stuff. And I get it. Star Wars is a family movie, but it's PG-13. And that's been Disney's track record that they don't do that. So yeah. I, I, and Maleficent I, is, in fact, PG, yeah, which I, I thought that, was surprising. But I was like, oh, it is PG. This whole thing about them like debuting it in front of Mac- Magnificent is like... Magnificent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he knows what he said. Is, is uh, a fan thing. Everyone has just said... Oh, it's a big Disney movie, so it has to be in front of that. And just because everyone is calling it, call it culture, doesn't mean it's accurate. Like, everyone was saying it was going to be the, the seventh. Everyone was saying it was going to be the 14th. And these things keep happening, but not happening. Because everyone just hears it here. Yeah. It gets posted by some random Twitter account like Star Wars uh, Aficionado. And they're like, oh, okay, that has a thousand likes. That must be true. And then it just, it's, it's, it's the sick game of telephone. As someone that had to eat a spoon, spoonful of sugar because I thought that they were going to put a trailer before Mary Poppins, I can tell you all <laughs> that it's not accurate. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm so happy you said that because last Thursday, this past Thursday, you said, <laughs> I've lost every bet we've made. And you lost that one big time. I wait. So why are you happy that I that I admitted that I've lost everything? Yeah, because last week you said I lost every bet that we've made. On if you go back to last Thursday, we episode. both have. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you okay? What, Lacey? We still have that poster bet. When that poster comes out, if Luke and Leia are not on it, big trouble. I said they weren't going to be on it. No, 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 no. I said they weren't going to be on it. You said they were. No, I said Leia would be on it. Yes, right. I didn't say Luke would be on it. I said they won't be. And then if I win, I get that Poe Dameron helmet in the back there. Okay. I bought it for 20 bucks, so you can have it. Whoa. (laughs) Oh, no. I get your Akbar. Get out. No. Yeah, I was like, yeah. And then I'm going to put them on my grill and cook them up and eat them up the calamari. Plastic. One other thing about this. One other (laughs) thing about this trailer thing I want to point out, too, is that. I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think Alex or Steve did confirm that it's the final trailer. I said that yeah. when I posted it to Reddit, but um, because I've gotten a lot of comments about that, like what final trailer that doesn't make sense. So, mm-hmm. so we're only getting like one or two trailers. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yes, like that's well, how it's always yeah. been. They refer to the the stuff that comes out in the TV spring spots. as teasers, and mm-hmm. then every Star Wars movie, Rogue One, you know, all that stuff has had like one major fall trailer. Not to say that they're not going to reveal more things in TV spots, which everybody that to be fair, that's the thing that fans hate. They like the trailers, they like the they teasers, hate the TV spots. 
as soon as they get really close to the movie, they want to be like, I'm done. But they start putting more and more I of these like new footage, new footage. Kylo Ren's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. Helped. In, in, in high number TV mm-hmm. spots, like TV spot 56. And I'm not joking about that. Yeah. Like there's going to be a lot of new footage and a lot of things revealed. It's not like this is the final thing that you will see before the movie comes out. Um, well, they also do the international it is going trailer to be too, the James, official final full one trailer not teasers the this is the trailer for the movie James. they always do they usually do an international trailer which is a variant of this oh that's true final yeah. trailer so it's 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 just it'll have one or two different f- shots in it yeah yeah but yeah. it's not a different trailer it's just like here's the variant for this market and yeah and i did forget about international yeah. trailer so this picture. is the final trailer to like as a bulk trailer yes you were not wrong, but uh, the one thing that is true, um, BSR Black Series Rebels did not say it would be Monday Night Football. That was just me saying it's going to be Monday Night Football. Like they're mm. not breaking that mold. It's the date is the 21st, which is a Monday. They're not in the middle of the workday popping it on before the price is right. You know, it's going to be at the most watched Disney property channel that night, which is ESPN which millions of people are going to be watching that football game. It's Patriots, Jets, which, you know, whatever. It could have been any two teams. But the fact that it's a, a big watch game, they're not breaking that that mold. It's worked. And um, so, yeah. And you're going to have like Al Roker or someone be like, coming up in a few minutes, we're going to be seeing the Star Wars trailer. It's probably Mike Tirico, I think, does it still. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, some guy. I guarantee Every they'd time say I'm something like, like, who are these people? They're like, oh, I can't live for C-3PO to be back. He's my favorite character. I'm like... No, they always Ooh. say, coming up next is the newest trailer from a galaxy far, far away. Oh, that, yeah, Are you trying one, to tell me good. they're not going to say the Force is strong with... No, they don't. They only say that when someone shows up. Like, next up, our next guest... The force is strong with Daisy Ridley. Right. Or they say that about like a fan. Like this next fan's Halloween costume. The force is strong with their. You ever think like Daisy's behind the curtain after (laughs) all these years and they're like, the force is strong with. And she's like. (sighs) Yes, I guarantee because everybody else is doing that. I still all New York Comic Con weekend. I saw people writing that the force is strong with this cosplay. We get it. But the first time when she was like (laughs) new to it, she's probably like. Oh, I never thought about it like that before. <laughs> I guess the force is strong with me. I guess it is. <laughs> All right, you guys want to talk Do about? You guys, have <laughs> you guys want to talk about Al Roker's favorite character, <laughs> C-3PO? <laughs> yeah, that that's, segue, that though. that's an exclusive. Al Roker is Mid- a huge fan. <laughs> yeah. um, Anthony Daniels was uh, out promoting his book, and he was doing some interviews. And the the main interview is actually mostly in French, but we did have someone from Reddit who was kind of translating the whole thing. And throughout the interview, Anthony talks a little bit about you know him. Uh, working it with R2-D2 and his scenes and stuff. He also talked a lot about Ray and Kylo's big fight at the end. He's not there, but he was there as a person viewing. He was on set Spectator, watching this, yeah. um, saying some things like, you know, it was over the course of like seven days and it was just like waves and waves and waves and we got to give it to them. They're, they're great actors. And, um, you know, JJ is doing something so special with this movie. There's not going to be any controversy around it. It's just like, 
grabbing all the loose threads, bringing it all together. Um, and you know, it's going to be a very satisfied thing. And he was very, um, he was very openly, uh, praising just about everybody having to do with the production, but mostly, you know, uh, Daisy Ridley and, uh, JJ Abrams, stuff like that. So Lacey, um, when you heard some of the statements coming from Anthony Daniels, uh, I don't know. What'd you think? Well, I think, of course, he's going to be super positive. I don't think he's ever been negative about anything about the movies because he's just mm-hmm. happy to be a part of it. Um, C-3PO is like his legacy. Um, I found the fight scene stuff pretty interesting only because they're like, they shot it in November. They're just dumping buckets of water on them. They had to like do this for seven days. It's intense. It's crazy. So the fact that they did this scene for seven days straight must just tell you how intense this epic battle is. Um, also poor Daisy Ridley for the second movie in a row, they're just dumping water on her because last Jedi, they did the same thing with Luke and then they drop her in a pool and stuff. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited to see that scene. I think that's the scene I'm looking forward to the most that one and the tie fighter one, which I hope makes it into the movie. Could you imagine that's the teaser and that's not even in the movie? (laughs) Could be. I oh you know gosh. I was watching that, that drive me nuts. I was watching that Force Awakens final trailer again and they're like 80% of the dialogue in that is just not in the movie. And like the Leia getting the lightsaber from Maz and yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Plus they use the Force theme and the Force theme never shows up in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I could see that whole speech with Luke talk over voicing over to Rey not being in the movie. You know? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> Um, um, yeah, sorry, Lacey. I interjected there. Uh, it's okay. Interject away. <laughs> do, do, you, do you guys, either one of you, have any thoughts on him saying, you know, I was getting to work with R2 again? I, yeah, I was, you know, I'm excited about that. I, I've been beating that drum for a long time that these two, that was my one gripe with this trilogy is that these two haven't really been together and getting, given us that comedic old school pairing. Um, and, like what the way he described the scene you know it's not spoilery but it's enough like he can't see but he has to pretend he can and you could just you just know r2 is gonna give him some wisecracks about that and we're gonna get those old feels so i like that i like hearing those types of things because it's not spoiling the movie for me but it gets me excited um more than maybe this trailer will um i love hearing that sort of thing especially this might be their last rodeo uh, at least with anthony daniels in the suit he's 73 now um, he may come back to voice C-3PO one day, but it might be his last time in the actual suit, putting his hand on the old dome there. Um, I did find it weird. He said there was another actor now, uh, in, in, mm-hmm. but they actually had, did have a human in R2-D2, which was interesting. Uh, it wasn't Jimmy V. Um, and then the other thing, him acknowledging f- fan turmoil and stuff like that. I didn't realize someone like him had an awareness of, I thought this was just in a bubble about, uh, you know, fan anger and that sort of thing. But I, I think guess, everybody knows. Yeah. I think it's so much out there in the media and everywhere else that I think even if they're not active on Twitter like Daisy, I'm sure they know yeah. what's going on. Yeah. I mean, I find it interesting. It's six days for this fight, though. I, I like that. I like hearing that. That means they really... T- go at it with this battle here. And mm-hmm. it might not be the end of the movie. I'm guessing it very well could be, um, especially if it's this epic of a battle. I can't imagine them having the biggest battle duel in like the middle of the movie. And at the end, they're like, well, let's just bang the swords a couple of times. 
So you got to think maybe that is yeah. the, towards the end of the movie if it's that grand of a thing. I'm I'm gonna bet you're gonna get the the three big scenes. You're gonna get Ray and Kylo fighting over there in the storm or whatever. Then you're gonna be give, you're gonna be cutting over to Poe leading the space battle and then you're going to cut down to Finn and Jana and other things leading like some sort of like ground assault kind of thing. I think they're yeah. just going to go for like the all three, the classic star Wars um, ground space. And I don't know, main family protagonist battle. Mm-hmm. 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 You mean like return of the Jedi where they had people on Endor, people in space and then Luke with the emperor and uh phantom menace. Yeah, uh, where they had the Gungans and then they had the space battle that was going yep. on. And then they also had Qui-Gon and actually they had a couple other things in that too. Cause they were trying to like up the ante, but I think like the majority of it is kind of like there's stuff happening on Naboo. There's stuff happening above Naboo. And then there's stuff happening like with Darth. It's also on Naboo, but it's like specifically Darth Maul, Qui-Gon. And that's like the force right. family connective Sith Jedi stuff, yeah. um, which I think is, is how they're going to do this as well. Imagine they have that pool with all the waves and obviously it's like a wave machine, like super high tech. But imagine if it was just a guy with a bucket, like this guy, Dale, that's just like, and dump. And he's just, or or like a really highly trained seal. That's just like, they feed him a fish and then he like starts flapping like his, (laughs) it's like moving the water. It could be, or, or it's a, an old Thala siren puppet left over from TLJ that they get to like flap water up and down. Um, or he's just squirting, it's like squirting it from his boobs. And they call him Anakin, and then there you go. <laughs> it's a group uh, of 20 people that all crowd together in the pool, and then they all start jumping up right. and down at the same time. <laughs> right. Yeah. To get Could it you to imagine? JJ's like, again, again, do it again. again. That's why it took seven days. <laughs> yeah. It's like Herb Whistle, uh, Herb Brooks uh, blowing the whistle in Miracle. I don't know if someone will get that reference, but. Um, <laughs> I also think he's kind of like brushed aside the the people who are boycotting. He's like, they're going to come see it. It's the last one. Yeah. He said they're going to be the first in line. Yeah, they'll be their opening day. (laughs) Yeah. He said not only that, the first in line. That's true, though. No one's not going to see this. They want to see it so they can go make hate movies about it. So, I mean, no (laughs) no one's boycotting this movie. They're going to go see it. I feel seen now. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Make all my hate videos. I like. I'm <laughs> telling you, I I like what he had to say here. Um, I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna read his book. Maybe. Um, sometimes Anthony Daniels is a bit much for me, and I'm sure if I read his book, I'll only hear the C3PO voice. But I'm probably gonna do audio. <laughs> audiobook. Is he doing the yeah. audiobook? I'm sure. Yeah. I would. Yeah, I would doubt that he wouldn't. Then maybe would I would. I don't know. He's such a ham. So I don't know. We'll see. He is. Yeah. He definitely is. Like the, the, the book actually reads like him talking and then one time, or let me tell you this. And then he goes like, yeah, right, right. I just picture him with his gold jacket on and like mm-hmm. doing this sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. He's good. I'm going to miss that guy. Hope he sticks around. He's like, we went to the place and then we got the thing. <laughs> yeah, the place <laughs> and the thing. Yes. All right. Uh, so the last story up this week is just kind of a, Let's just let's just kind of talk about it. Let's just bring it up to the surface a little bit. More rumblings of Kathleen Kennedy stepping down from Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hearing this again uh, most recently. I think like Jason Ward was speaking at it uh, on his podcast. You know, hey, I've I've heard this. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy stepping down uh, after Indy Five. She's going to continue to produce movies and stuff. I I wouldn't necessarily say that this is like a confirmed story. This isn't like a major outlet. 
Um, I mean, if you want to consider making Star Wars a, a, an outlet that's reporting it, then that's fine. But I think in general, this is kind of a story that is, it seems to be like on the underground, like a lot of people are, are hearing this, mm-hmm. but nothing's ever really confirmed or coming you know, to light necessarily. And maybe that's because the only person that can really make this decision is Kathleen Kennedy. It's not like she's put in her resume and everybody knows, but they're not announcing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think it's just, maybe she's mentioned it or something to a couple people. So there's rumblings, but ultimately I think the decision is, is always going to be in her hands and no one's going to know what she's going to do until she does it because it's, it's one person. It's not a corporation. It's not uh, a business decision that a lot of people have to be in the know. It's just, if she decides to move on or, or something, you know, that's just going to be, how it goes so anyway yeah let's uh let's open that up just a little bit what are your guys thoughts on the most recent uh rumors the wave of rumors i should refer to them uh pun intended um about kathleen kennedy stepping down well go ahead john <clears throat> i think because i think jason like because i don't want to you know start any issues here i think jason ward like said i I didn't report this on my site. He's like, I just talked about it on my podcast. So I think it was something like he wanted to report. He probably would have put it on his blog, which he didn't. So I think it was just one of those things. He's like, this is out there. Let me talk about it. Um, just to be clear. So we're not saying he reported this. Um, he's talking about no, it. No, I'm just saying he most recently was, was, was openly saying, I've heard this too. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. And he's not saying it's not my story. Here- I'm just saying, the stories that right. I'm hearing lined up with what I've heard as well. Here, here's my take on this. So say there are rumors about this going on. Like, first of all, okay, fine. But if, say, Kathleen Kennedy does step away after Indiana Jones 5 comes out, like, I don't see what the big deal with that would be. Um, she's going to be around 70, maybe. You know, she's like, you know what? I've been doing this for 40-whatever years. I have more money than I'll ever need. Uh, I'm good. Um, I'm going to hand it over to Kevin or whatever. And and this was my plan all along. Uh, I was going to do the sequel trilogy and all these other films and, and make sure there's a firm grounding here. And, and that's it. Maybe that's her plan. So first of all, then there's no hubbub there. The other thing is, I think, you know, a lot of people are going to constantly, you have the the people who hate Kathleen Kennedy who are like, yes, we're the reason this is happening. And that's the only thing that buns me out about it is eventually when she does decide to hang it up or retire, they're going to be like, we did it. Yeah, it was us. And, that, and you know, that sort of thing's kind of a, kind of annoying. But I, I could see her stepping down. And I don't think it's that bad if people are like, well, you know, we're also hearing this and talking about it. It doesn't mean you want it to happen. So I think... <clears throat> Excuse me. I think people need to compartmentalize what this thing's all about. I, I don't know that there's any truth to this happening right now. There's an announcement coming, but I mean, you bring in someone like Kevin Feige, he's not going to be like, I'm, I'm going to just do the one Star Wars movie and, and go back to Marvel. He's obviously being brought in for, for a reason, I think. Um, so uh, whether that's for, for more producing or Kathleen Kennedy's like, you know what? I want to go back to producing. I don't want to be a president. There could be a lot of moving parts here and no one really knows, James. Like you said, it's one, it's one person's decision. It's her decision. Uh, no one has said the word firing. Uh, they've been very successful with the money that they've made with these Star Wars movies. I'll, you know, solo aside, but we know what happened with that. Uh, so I don't see it as a big poisonous thing. Um, I just think people are tired of 
Another rumor came out, like the Ryan Johnson thing. Like, there's another rumor coming out. So I think that's where people are annoyed with it. Um, but, you know, I, if she hangs it up, I wouldn't be shocked, to be honest with you. But I think we're all at the point where we just rather her be like, I just want to announce after Indiana Jones 5 comes out that um, I've had enough. And uh, this has been great. Mm-hmm. And I'm making a decision. So I don't know. Go for it, Lacey. What do you got on this? I have a couple things to say, but I want to hear what you have to say first. Well, I said this. I feel like the first time we ever spoke about this was when John Rocco was on and we talked about when the first rumblings were coming out. That's right. I was right after Solo that she was going to get fired. And uh, I I believe I was the first one to talk about it. And I said basically what John said, which is like, if she's leaving, she's leaving on her own terms. She's not going to have anybody fire her. Mm-hmm. She's like literally one of the most successful movie producers of all time. Not just second only to Kevin Feige. Is that true? Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I didn't want to make a claim that I was unaware of. <laughs> um, oh no! I yeah, she's the most most earned box office moneymaker producer of all time, second to Kevin Feige. That makes sense. Um, so you know when it was announced that Kevin Feige was helping out with some Star Wars project. Automatically, you're like, okay, well, he's said on the Star Wars show that he loves Star Wars and it's influenced who he is. And he's always brought things from Star Wars into the Marvel movies and stuff like that. So it would make sense that he would continue on with other Star Wars projects. He's not going to just do one. It's like kind of like you get get the bug of Star Wars. Why would you leave? Um is he going to take over for Kathleen? Maybe. I don't see why he wouldn't. He's done a really good job with Marvel. I have my own concerns because I feel like Marvel's like this money-making machine. And um, they've done a really good job with, I would say, the majority of the Marvel movies. But there are a couple movies that you're like, eh. So um, I get a little protective because it's Star Wars, like any fan does. But I think that Kathleen has done an amazing job. And I'm just really sick, like John said, of people just being like, Oh, she's leaving because of what we said. Mm, This has nothing to do with you. (laughs) She is a strong, smart businesswoman. She knows what she's doing outside of your complaints on YouTube. She was turning out blockbusters when you were four. Like, (laughs) yeah. Like, what are you, what are you talking about? She's like responsible basically for all of modern pop culture, basically. (laughs) Um, So I'm just, I'd like her to make an announcement herself only because then she kind of owns up to that. Hey, this is my personal plan of my mm-hmm. life. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I do want to talk about something else, but I'm going to see what James says first about this. Well, I, I was basing it just kind of what on John was saying. I was going to mm-hmm. say, I like the, I like the way that you put it as far as like, if she does step down she's had just long enough of a career doing this Lucasfilm thing to say that it was like good. You know what I mean? It wasn't like a surprise. Like for instance, like when people go into high school, they do four years of high school and they're like, yeah, I did four years. That's an accomplishment. Or like most people in college too, like I did four years of college. That's the accomplishment. But if you did like one year of high school, then I mean, there, I mean, I understand there's like, you know, getting out of there and stuff. But like what I'm saying is like in general, like if she was the Lucasfilm president for one year, I mean that, that gets weird, right? She's done five years of 
Star Wars films with producing a movie every single year, which in most case, when you look at the people who've done Star Wars in the past, they've done, they've done three films in six years. So it's like, and, and overseeing <laughs> five the, films in five years is like a crazy, that's a big, that's a big chunk of Star Wars. Like I did that. That was my thing. My legacy. I'm out. I'm done. And that's totally fine. It's not like five years in and she's gone. Yeah. It's like, that's pretty, that's common for Star Wars. And the right? shows too, James. Let's not yeah, forget Mandalorian. those shows. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All that too. You know, like. I just think like you're 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 dead on on saying like if she left now it would be like not because there was problems because it was like I I gave a huge chunk of Star Wars to the fan base and now I'm done and yeah just to add on that before Lacey brings up her next point 2012 was the purchase she was already with Lucasfilm before that. Mm-hmm. And if she's leaving after Indiana Jones 5, that's 2021. We're talking about like 10 years. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. How many people out there listening or watching right now have been at, were at one job for 10 years? That was her after being insanely successful and doing, then doing this job. So when you put it in that perspective, like a decade of running Star Wars, Lucasfilm? Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucas did it for... 30 years. So she did it for a third of the time he did it. And people don't look at it that yeah. way. I went, I looked up that stat just a minute ago, the, the like highest money earner stat or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was right. Kathleen Kennedy has produced 28. Uh, oh shoot. Now I got to pull it up, but I think it was 28 films and the highest or the biggest like push for her was the, was the force awakens at, at 2 billion. Mm-hmm. Th- oh, sorry. 35 films. Kevin Feige has done 28. Mm. Nice. Yeah. What you got, Lacey? So this has been like kind of around the internets <laughs> and, and it kind of plays into Kathleen only because this is part of, I, I guess, her legacy in the sense of she brought this person in and she's potentially bringing this person into other projects. So I wanted to know what you guys thought of the current Ryan Johnson comments and quotes about his project, because we've been talking about this for almost a year now Mm -hmm. when they are more than a year uh, of when they announced his projects. Two years. and Two years. Yeah. uh, Announced his projects. And it started with like, oh, Ryan Johnson's getting his project. Then it was, oh, I'm working on the project. I'm writing it. Then it was, oh, we've got some ideas. Then it was, yup, it's still happening. And then the most recent one, he was, I believe, at the London International Film, something like that, festival, like, last week. Um, And he told press that he was, Lucasfilm is figuring it out, and that he was working on other projects, so it was fine, and that they would let him know (laughs) what the deal was. So, I obviously don't want to get into, like, super negatives. Um, I really really like ryan johnson and i think he did really cool things with the last jedi so that's not where i want this conversation to Mm -hmm. go i just find it interesting that if he isn't doing a project what are they waiting for yeah and knives out is is supposed to be great too by the way from 99 percent rotten tomatoes with 84 you know lacy it's good that you bring this up in this conversation because it's almost like the same thing if Lucasfilm 
is having trouble figuring out their timetable. They mm-hmm. don't know what they want to do. How are we right. going to handle this? How are we going to set all this stuff up? We need to readjust after solo. We had promised these people these films and we're not really sure. We're figuring it all out. And if right. in the mix of that, they go, this Ryan Johnson thing, I just don't think it's going to be feasible because we want to be releasing movies at specific times now. And right. having his stuff in there too is going to be like double what we wanted to do. If they let him go, then it's the, it's the same thing that we were saying before. Like people are going to say, oh, that's because blank. And it's like, no, it w- no, mm. it's not. Yeah. It was right. because of a like total logistical reason of like, we can't, sort out what movies need to go where and when we've reevaluated our plan. It isn't reevaluating our plan because those movies sucked, you know? <laughs> right, right, right. I, I just want him to walk away. If mm-hmm. it doesn't work out, I want them to go like, you know what? Why don't you walk away? Um, because well, that, that's, that's more still of like a loss a, though, because they're going to say, I, I don't want to say they, you know what I mean? But yeah, it's possible that there could be a dialogue that says, well, sure, he, you know, he's leaving just like you're fired. I quit, you know, uh, I guess well, we're, we're going to let take... you. What's it called Can... when you like put in? We're going to let you Resi- resign? resignation. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I think um, it's just weird that the quotes have yeah. gone from I'm writing right. and actively working on this yeah. and Ram and I are coming up with great ideas and all this stuff. And now it's like it was the most wishy washy answer. And now it's gotten everybody like, wait, what? What's going on? Because he was like, oh, they're figuring it out. And, you know, it's totally fine. And it kind of sounded like when <laughs> when you break up with someone and you're just like, oh, yeah, like I'm doing other things. And like, that's totally cool that they're with that new person. It, it doesn't bother me at all. It's like totally I'm yeah. like totally a new person. Ryan Johnson. I have a new hair. Yeah. Ryan Johnson. I, I, I unfollowed Kevin her Feige's on Facebook. Page. Page. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's at 3 a.m. scrolling through Kevin Feige's Instagram looking for photos with Kathleen Kennedy. He's like, damn it. Um, No, I'm glad you brought this up, Lacey, because um, one, I kind of wanted to put it in the title of the episode. So good. Um, But the, the, the future of Star Wars, I think they have a lot of things like. All right. So this is what we're looking at here. But they're waiting until after episode nine. To, That's what I think. To, so it's possible that Ryan may be out. I mean, I'm not trying to start rumors here or anything. I'm saying, let's say maybe that's the case. He could just be saying like, I respect you guys. I'm a part of this trilogy. Uh, JJ's my guy. I'm going to play ball and say whatever I need to say to kind of like toss these questions aside so you can have all the positivity aimed at this movie. This isn't about me and that sort of thing. Because him saying like, uh, well, I'm still talking to them and that sort of thing. Like you say, we went from it's on trilogy. Yeah, we're working He's directing on the, story. the first yeah. one. He's writing all three to me and yeah. Ram are writing. We're working on it. We're talking to them. He literally <laughs> said, I'm working on other things. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm doing other things. So it's totally fine that they haven't called me. So it's like totally okay. I, I well, think, that was part of his other quote, too, because yeah. he said he wanted to do one more movie after yep. Knives Out yeah. before going into Star mm-hmm. Wars. So that, again, is like on his timetable thing. But it also could be like, could be like, hello, Lucasfilm? Please leave a voicemail. And, and so he's like, oh, all right. Yeah, right. <laughs> and let's not forget. Hey guys, if, if I if I don't hear back by Friday, I'm gonna go ahead and say okay to knives out two. Knives or out whatever. Two. Yeah. Knives out two. Um 
But let's not forget Knives that. Knives is, is out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that current <laughs> schedule they had for the movies. Machete's out. His was not <laughs> on there. So it would have been at least three years before his first movie came out by that current schedule that they released. That's mm-hmm. best case scenario. That's me right. and Ram are still working on it schedule scenario. So now you have him. I'm still talking to them. That to me punts the football even further down the field. And I, I think there is some kind of announcement or plan in place. But like I say, they want all the uh, rose colored glasses right now through episode nine for the next two months. And then after that comes out into the first quarter of 2020, your Bob Iger quarterly call that everyone's like, he's going to reveal something. Maybe they'll start saying new things about what's going on and, and, and that sort of thing. There's stability with Disney Plus. That's getting launched. You got your three confirmed series there. That's good. I got to sign up for that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, me too. Hopefully <laughs> hopefully we get that solo one Dang, down the line. Man. Who knows? But then when it comes to the movies, you're going to start <laughs> getting the shakeup with Feige. Is he launching a Star, Star Wars universe sort of thing with new stories? Is that going right. to involve Benioff and Wise for, for treatments? Is that going to involve Ryan Johnson for a script? And that we're, we'll get more clarity on that. But we're not going to hear any of it for the next two months until episode nine comes and goes. It's just so weird. It's and as soon as I read it, I was like, what? And then I had to watch the video of him saying it. And I was like, what? Yeah. You just said you yeah. were doing this a couple months ago. And you know what? All, Let's all say- of this. Yeah. I was going to say all of this is is weird. Assuming Bob Iger is still in power, assuming Kathleen Kennedy is still in, a, in power and they're right. just like reassessing things. Right. But then you got to think the longer this goes, maybe Kathleen Kennedy does step down. We already know that Bob Iger is stepping down. So put a new Disney CEO in, put a new president of Lucasfilm in. Uh, Kevin Feige comes in and, and it's very possible that, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to do great stuff. But at the same time, he goes, I, I, I wasn't working on this Ryan Johnson thing. I don't yeah. see the point of this. This is not my plan. Yeah. You know, I, like we just don't know, you know, mm-hmm. at this point we're just kind yeah. of at a loss and we can only go on what they're telling us, which is like the Ryan Johnson stuff's happening. We haven't disconfirmed it. So, and if, if Ryan Johnson leaves and there's going to be guys like, I told you this was going to happen. And then it's just mm-hmm. like, okay, you don't have, now you don't have to be here. Yeah, now you don't have to be so angry. It's like the end of the Truman Show when Truman Show is over and the people are just sitting there like, now I don't know what to do with my life. It's over. I want them to recut that movie, but add in Ryan Johnson. He's like sitting. (laughs) Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Um, No, he's the the director. Oh, Kristoff. In the moon. Yeah, all right. Um, No, but it's like one of those, like my whole life is dedicated to hating Ryan Johnson. If Ryan Johnson leaves... Then you leave too. So that's it. So oh, I got you. And yeah. Kathleen Kathleen leaves. Yeah, I mean like, it's just one of those things where it's like now you you have nothing to hate now. So you we we yeah. release you. So there you go. <laughs> if you love something, let it go. Yeah, yeah. I'll let them go. <laughs> All right, guys, you want to go, you want to try to uh, wrap this whole thing up. But the resistance report was kind of crazy this week. Yeah. A lot of rumor stuff, a lot of hearsay. Yep. Um, when it even comes to like Anthony Daniels is talking about the movie, but it's just like kind of like his opinion on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's try to wrap this episode up. Uh, we, we're moving on to the scoundrels rundown. Quick style on three, on three. One, two, punch it. Punch, punch it. it. All right, guys, 
Uh, quick rundown here. For all you Thrawn fans out there, just like me, that's why I'm wearing a blue shirt today. There's yeah, a, right. There's another Thrawn trilogy of books coming by Timothy Zahn. His typewriter is going to be working overtime. That's right. Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy is heading your way via the Thrawn guy. Timothy Zahn. Um, we were at the New York Comic Con panel, uh, Lisa and I, <laughs> um, with our buddy Mark Newbold and um, uh, what's his name? Who does the audiobooks? Mark Thompson was reading mm. the prologue to, to kind of tease us into what this new project's going to be. And he started doing his little Thrawn voice. People are like, oh my God, it's Thrawn. And he said, Chiss Ascendancy. And they put it up on the board there. So another trilogy of Thrawn books coming your way. Um, I don't know what that means about Thrawn potentially being in other avenues, uh, but you're getting three more Thrawn books. So get excited about that. Um, also, Marvel Star Wars Allegiance 1 review is on StarWarsNewsNet.com. By uh, Jordan. He only gave this one a 6 out of 10, said it wasn't all that good. He said the artwork was a little choppy on this one. Uh, I think this is the one where I said uh, Kylo Ren looks like Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, so, yeah, it is a little weird um, on the art scale, though. But it does get our appetite going for what's going on between The Last Jedi and The Rise of Skywalker. So, check that out if you'd like. Uh, if you just want to check out the review, go to Star Wars News Net, and Jordan's got all the spoiler details right there for you. Um, and last but not least, I'm not going to say too much about it, but. Uh, we are updating our uh, Patreon page next month, uh, so we just want to tease a little bit on that to you guys because we're coming up on one year for our Patreon page. So just remember the date, 11, 7, 19, and that's all I'm going to say. And that is the end <laughs> of the Scoundrels Rundown. So we're going to send it over to Lacey so now we can hear from you guys and get your questions and ask the resistance. So I forgot about you last week, buddy, but this week I won't. Chewy? Get us out of here. <laughs> All right, guys, it's time for Ask the Resistance. You guys have Star Wars questions. Hopefully we have some pretty good Star Wars answers. I've been wondering, what are midichlorians? So the first question comes from Shannon Smith at Scuttle Butter SS. Kinda, I kind of like that, Scuttle Butter. Mm-hmm. You like that? I'm hoping it's not something disgusting. Because it so. kind of I think of like scuttlebutt and then butter, and then I think butt butter. I think Shannon I Reese, like she always comments on her <laughs> on her stuff, and she said she has um she has a little uh, YouTube channel and she says she always mentions us. So thank you, Shannon. Oh, thanks, Shannon. Um so she asks, even though it's early, who will be at celebration? Deborah Chow, who's the Kenobi series director, uh, Kevin Feige, Benioff and Weiss, Ryan Johnson, or Ewan McGregor. So obviously you're thinking, who else outside of that? Um, I'll go first, because ladies first, and because I know a little bit about Celebration. Um, so, Deborah Chow, yes, you definitely will. You'll also see Ewan McGregor. I think Kenobi's going to be definitely a main stage panel at the next Celebration. Um when do they start filming that? Did they announce that yet? Or is I think I heard early next summer, so they could still be filming. They could show you like a trailer or something, though, because um, celebrations in August. Unless they do a live via satellite. Here's you and McGregor. Hey guys, I'm on the set. Here's my <laughs> they'll, beard. They'll fly him in. They'll fly him in from Jordan. They're like, hop on the plane. You're, you're going to California. Oh yeah, it's Disney. They'll fly him in. Hmm. Um, Two billion for Force Awakens. So. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Kevin Feige, I could definitely see him being there. Um, seeing as he's now involved officially with Star Wars, it's just an easy thing to do, especially if they decide in the next after the saga series is over, mm-hmm. over, uh, they decide to do more of a calendar type idea like they do with Marvel where he releases more projects or he comes into a bigger role within Lucasfilm. Um, so obviously all of this is pinch of cinnamon because with the exception of Kenobi, because we know Kenobi's going to have a big presence. Mm-hmm. Um, so Ryan Johnson, I just got excited. Oh, yay. Uh, Ryan Johnson. So Shannon, you just listened to our little bit of a, a discussion on Ryan Johnson. That is a big fat question mark. Uh, based on what happens after, I think, the Rise of Skywalker. I don't know why I just paused on that. Rise of Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> to see what happens with that movie and whether Ryan is still involved or not. Because he's making some questionable comments to press now. Were you about to say and the Rise of Solo? No, I don't know what I was about to say. <laughs> I For some reason, I questioned it in my head. Uh, Benioff and Weiss, I think you will see. Um, they tend to do panels a lot of, like, what's the future of Star Wars... Um, in 2016 in London, they had like the solo people. So the directors there, and then they had, um, Alden there and they talked about Rogue One and they talked about like a lot of like what's coming, including like rebels with Thrawn and all this stuff. So I could see them doing like what's coming down the road, which would include all these people. Um, but it's going to be interesting because you won't have any saga series films. So all those people probably won't be there but Mm. the question is will they let them autograph because lucasfilm in the past has not let them autograph because of the saga series yeah so now that it's over maybe they'll let them autograph Hmm. um i hope that answers your question a little bit um we'll probably have a better idea in the spring after rise of skywalker is over um and i'll and i guarantee you'll have more mandalorian stuff too once we get those inside deets on celebration (laughs) <laughs> I meant to say, like, oh. they'll probably be more open with stuff if it goes really well. If it goes badly, they're like, probably this not guy's gonna... backstage. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> okay, I didn't say don't tell anyone. No, you didn't. I was like, James, guess what? I just texted he, He's you. like, I got the text, too. Yeah, I sent it to both of you. I just, yeah, I just... <laughs> it's McDormand. Yeah. James just got it. Seven months later. Just now. Uh-huh. Yeah. Just now. All right, next is Commander Cody one at oh, comdr underscore Cody one. And Cody writes, we know Kevin Feige is developing a Star Wars movie in an MCU with an MCU actor in mind. What are the chances it's Dr. Alfra, Afra starring Gemma Chan? Dr. Is it Gemma, Alfra. Is it Gemma or Gemma? I think it's Gemma. I think it's Gemma. I think it's Gemma. Nope. It's the it's Gemma? the really, really, really pretty woman from uh, Crazy Rich Asians. Is it Gemma yes. or Gemma? I think it's Gemma. Gemma. I think it's Gemma. Um. Anyway. Uh. So the Doctor is a Marvel Comics character, and they must be impressed with Gemma. 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 <laughs> Enough to cast her twice already. So she was in, um, what was she in? She was in Captain Marvel, and then she was also cast in something else, right? In, in the Marvel universe? Yeah. Is she, Isn't she in, in that association new thing? to Shen chi No, I think she's in that other thing with Angelina Jolie. I don't know. I don't far, follow like Marvel a lot. But anyway, James, what do Angelina you think? Angelina Jolie. 
Um, okay, so I, I don't know. I, the question kind of says, you know, about like an MCU actor in mind. We don't know who that is. Um, but Gemma Chan having been in, uh, Captain Marvel is interesting because I saw that movie and didn't know that it was her. Um, Mm -hmm. so that I only found that out because of this question. I was like, what, what Marvel movie was Mm -hmm. she in? I looked it up and I was like, Oh, she played that character. Interesting. Okay. I didn't know that. I didn't put that together. I have seen her in crazy rich Asians, which is a really good movie. And she plays her part. Well, but between her and the lead of that movie, Constance Wu, I think Constance Wu much better embodies Dr. Afra. Because Dr. Afra is funny and carefree Quirky. and is kind yeah. of like a Han Solo type character. And you get that from Constance Wu because she can be serious, but she can be funny. So I, w- I would, I, I'm not even saying that she's necessarily connected. She's only connected because Gemma Chan was in a movie with her. But um, I would much rather go that route than um, her playing Dr. Afra, if that makes any sense. But, but what, I mean, I wouldn't be opposed. Nice. Next is Lyndon Kaiser at Lyndon Kaiser. And they write, is it possible that hashtag Project Luminous is a reworking of George Lucas's original trilogy treatments that involved the microbiotic world of the wills? If not, could unseen, unseen Lucas concepts be the foundation for the next post Skywalker trilogy? John. Think? That's a good question. Funny. I, didn't re- I only read my questions that I'm involved in. I like to hear it read and answered mm. right away for mm. the other ones, but go at it, John. Good luck. Is it po- <laughs> no, so, is Project Luminous a reworking of Lucas's original sequel trilogy treatments, mm-hmm. which we tried to get out of J.W. Rensselaer? He's like, I'm not telling you anything. Remember that? Oh, yeah, because he mm. knew. Yeah. He knew yeah, what the he's story like, was. I can't tell you. I was like, all right. Well, I had to ask. Um, we have to get him back on, by the way, though. Yeah. He was like, people still talk about that interview, but anyway, he was great. Um, no, I don't. I, I I think project luminous, I forget who guessed this, uh, call it culture, but I know the first person I heard it from was Jordan Pate at star Wars news. Then he's like, I think that could be a, from a certain point of view for the empire strikes back. And I think James, you were like, that would make sense. Um, luminous. It's, the an- it's on the anniversary of and luminous beings. We are is a line from Yoda and Empire, um, and uh, it, that would make a lot of sense to me. You have a bunch of authors on it, which are from a certain point of view, same type of deal. Um, but they said Marvel's involved with this, so I, I don't think that a was, ton of people. I don't think that was the case, with from a certain mm-hmm. point of view. But my bottom line here is, I'm dancing around it. I really don't. If they were going to use George's stuff, it was going to be for the sequel trilogy because that would have been that's you know his saga that he this whole thing cre- was created from. They were clearly not interested in using that, and he made that clear in interviews that he gave them the stories. They said we'll use them as consult, uh, but then they eventually you know scrapped his stories. They didn't want his ideas. Um, so I don't think they're going to come back and say. Well, you know, now we'll use them for this book, though, George. Like, I think that'd be kind mm-hmm. of an insult to George Lucas in a way. Like, they weren't good enough for your big movies, your big sequel trilogy to close out your saga. 
So we'll use them for this book over here. So I don't think that's the case. And now your second part of your question, will they use them for uh, the next uh, trilogy? That's where, I mean, they may use themes of George's, uh, just like they use Ralph McQuarrie concept art to this day. Uh, so I think George Lucas will always kind of live inside Star Wars in one way or another. Uh, so they may revisit the Wills and midichlorians and that sort of thing. But I don't think they're taking his stories and like, now we're going to go make this trilogy based on George's stuff. That time came and went. They had the opportunity. They didn't want to do it. However you feel about it is, you know, however you feel about it. But um, I don't think that's the case. But that, I mean, this really is a great question. And I think we could probably have a, a longer discussion about it. Um, and maybe you guys probably have better takes than I do on it. But that's my take. So Excellent. And last but not least, uh, at Ion Cannon at Ion Cannon, uh, wrote, if you could extend the classic THX packaging for all nine films, who would you put on the other six boxes? One to three, and then seven to nine. So the boxes have, uh, for A New Hope is Darth Vader, Empire Strikes Back is a Stormtrooper, and then Return of the Jedi is Yoda. Mm-hmm. So, John, I'm going to start with you. <sighs> Um, all right, so sequel trilogy, I'll go. Oh, God, I think I had this figured out before. Uh, Luke for The Last Jedi, Kylo Ren for The Force Awakens with his mask. So, Kylo Ren, then Luke Skywalker, and then Rey, I think is what I would do. Mm-hmm. Wait. The- Ray for Force Awakens? No, Kylo Ren Force Awakens, then Luke Skywalker With his mask for, on. for eight, and then Ray Episode Nine because I think she's gonna steal the show in this one. Prequels, I'll go Qui Gon Jinn. Uh, I'll go weird with Episode Two because they went dumb with Empire Strikes Back, and I'll just say like Django Fett. Because like Stormtrooper and Empire uh-huh. Strikes Back is just so stupid. <laughs> well, it's the Empire. I know, but a Stormtrooper? Like, just Jeff? He's like, hey, I bought my head in that door. Now I'm on the cover. Um, and episode <laughs> three, I got to go with uh, Palpatine. Like, like um, his face is all messed up, Palpatine. Mm. So, yeah, Qui-Gon. All right, let's see. What do you got? Qui-Gon, Django. I want to see if any Palpatine. of our lineup. Yeah. Phantom Menace, I would do um, Little Anakin. Attack of the Clones, I would do... um, I guess Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then I would do Palpatine for the last one, for three. And then for the sequel trilogy, I actually would completely agree with John. I would do Kylo Ren as the first one. Luke Skywalker is the second one, and Ray is the final one. Nice. It makes sense. I, I screwed up on my Phantom Menace pick, but James can have it. I'm sure he'll pick it. Yeah, I think so, too. Because I was surprised <laughs> neither one of you went for it. Um, my Phantom Menace is Maul. Oh. Right. Damn it. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I changed my mind. It's Maul. Yeah. Okay, um, my uh, Attack of the Clones actually is with John. Django was my... Oh, uh, yeah. I, 
I, I approached all these like when when you think of this movie like boom you know what I mean like and to me like Django really Fett and the clones of... and all that stuff was like it popped in there yeah. and then three was a kind of a tie up for for Palpatine uh, as well or but Anakin. I actually went yeah. with Anakin yeah I think Anakin Which... like with the long hair and the scar and stuff would be really cool Pre-turn. and then of course the yes and then the very next case is Darth Vader. Ah. Which which tells the story into that oh, too. Damn it, James. Uh, for seven, eight, and nine, <laughs> uh, I went Ray on seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I went Snoke on eight, and then I go uh, Kylo with the broken mask. Well, the repair for nine. Oh, the red. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. like him with yeah, the broken mask. Yeah, I think your picks are better nine. than mine. Yeah. I would change my mall pick. That's what mm-hmm. I would change. That was a good question, though. But I, I thought that was like a, a great question. And it's it really brings in a lot of like thought provoking, like, oh, I only get one. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, send which it, is a promo absolutely. for one with the force. Send, next in, week, send in more next questions Thursday. like that. Those are <laughs> those are fun. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for your questions. If you want to be on the show, make sure to follow us on Twitter at R-B-A-T-S-W-N-N. And you can uh, send us your questions at us or uh, with hashtag ask the resistance back to you john and if they're shy they could always email them right yeah <laughs> to me <laughs> yes. at resistance broadcast at gmail.com <laughs> there you go what there you go um all right guys thank you so much for listening and watching and being a part of the resistance uh to everyone who's new uh we've seen uh, a lot of new subscribers on our youtube channel so thanks for joining us over here uh our new twitter followers all that stuff um however you heard about us whether it's via a friend or you found us somehow thanks for being a part of the resistance the base is always open for you two episodes a week so make sure you are subscribed to us on apple pod apple podcast soundcloud spotify youtube all those different formats whichever one's your favorite uh, make sure you're also heading to uh, our website, StarWarsNewsNet.com, every day. Uh, like we said, we got that trailer coming next week. Things are about to really heat up, so head there every day for your latest Star Wars news and all that good stuff. Um, and uh, our Patreon page, uh, if you guys want to support the show, um, like I teased earlier, uh, 11 7, 19, that's the date uh, you want to keep your eye on, but it's active right now. Uh, Patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. We have five tiers starting at $2 a month for page access. Uh, and we post new content on there all the time. We have many episodes that go up uh, in case the, the two that we give you a week here aren't enough. And then a bunch of other stuff and you get to interact with us and you get to submit topics to the show once you reach certain tiers. So just go check it out again. Patreon.com slash resistance broadcast. If you find a tier that works for you, sign up, join the resistance. We really appreciate the support and hope you enjoy all the extra content. Uh, I do want to say a very special thank you to our Patreon generals. Um, we have uh, holding it down in Spain. We miss you in the chat too sometimes, buddy. Uh, Mello, a.k.a. a gray Jedi. We have Brian Shalito, Andrew Staley, Neil Lowry, Jeremy Myers, Neil Shaw, David Probus, John Reese, and Val Trichkoff. Uh, thank you, generals, so much for all of your support. And you will, you guys will be seeing Mello do his pod race this coming Thursday. Um, uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Johnny Hoey and over at Star Wars News Net. James, how about you, sir? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Myra Trunks. Rockin'. And keep tweeting at James Bainey to tell him to give up that handle for James. 
Yeah. Lacey, how about you? <laughs> People can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Lacey Gillerin. Solid, solid guys. Oh, guys, also make sure you pick up your Make Solo 2 Happen shirts because apparently Jonas Sotomo has his. What? Yeah. And Baby Baca. And Baby Baca. Yeah, you may have seen the video that we posted from uh, Dragon Con, which was back in <laughs> August, but Alex Damon of uh, Star Wars Explained uh, offered this to us. He's like, I'm doing a panel with Jonas, so if you guys have shirts, you am going to give them to him. Can do. So not only did he talk to him about the movement and Jonas was all about it and supporting it, and he said, fans, keep driving at home. Keep using Make Solo 2 Happen. You never know what will happen. He's got his shirt. His baby's got his shirt. So if you want yours, go to Tee Public. Look us up. Resistance Broadcast makes Solo 2 Happen right there for you. And um, it's starting to get a little chilly out. So if you want to get a sweatshirt for uh, that <laughs> logo, do it. You just can't get James's yellow one. We'll get into that later. We'll be back here on Thursday where guess what, guys? Ding, ding, ding. It's time to play Who Are You? This time it's going to be James giving the quotes to me and Lacey, and we'll see who comes out on top. But as always, we're going to talk about other fun stuff in our other segments. So uh, enjoy your weeks, and we'll see you guys on Thursday morning right here on the Resistance Broadcast. We'll see you around, kids. <laughs>